This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose Podcast. It is Monday night, right after the third episode of Matt Jaden's season. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy as usual, Eric Bradley. And tonight, we have special guest, good friend of mine and the podcast, Kendall Long. Thanks for joining us, Kendall. Oh, hello. Thanks for having me yet again. Yes, welcome yet back. again. She's another, yeah. She, yeah. That's because you did so good the first time. We brought you back for another one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will be fun because uh, this episode was, Wow. It's a lot going on. I have a lot of opinions about this episode. Yeah, it was a uh, a lot of colors were shown. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got to see sides and, of these women that we haven't yet. And we also got to meet and know a couple new ones. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like Serena P, I feel like yeah. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, so basically it picks up because it, the last episode ends with Sarah more or less like fainting right is that what it seemed like like she fainted mm-hmm. yeah and from what i've heard i mean i we know obviously but like you, you those rose ceremonies for you if you guys that don't know they last forever and you poor women are in heels <laughs> that's yeah. gotta be horrible and we also had i think on paradise jenna fainted as well when i was oh, there I mean, fainting I isn't a thing it happens on these rose ceremonies mm-hmm. everyone's like you could have just waited for five more roses it's like that's not something you do you're not like i'm gonna faint like i'll give it like five more minutes then like i'm gonna make an episode but that's yeah, yeah that's a good point actually and actually now i think about it dylan almost had a full-on fainted uh in paradise because he was so hot right before the rose ceremony that's right yeah so it, you're right it does happen this isn't the first time maybe the first time on camera um, did they show jenna on camera i think they I don't know if they did actually, maybe not. It was, it was kind of a big deal. Like she, she was out for a while and mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh, sorry. My dog is like really. <laughs> Pistachio, knock it off. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> eat me. I already fed you. Um, but yeah, fainting is not, uh, it's not like a new thing in the bachelor world. I think there, at least every season there has to be at least one person that faints. Yeah, no, I'd agree. And so that's kind of what I want to get into because I think some people, it's clearly the women thought Sarah was basically faking it and yep. trying to get more time with Matt. Yep. And I agree. I don't think that was the case. Like, I think she genuinely had a long day and she was like about to faint, you know? It's a weird thing to do. It's just like, I mean, I think maybe back in like Bridgington times, it's just like, oh, <laughs> that one girl did in Bridgington, right? She fainted. Yeah, she did. It's like, oh no. Like, so maybe, well, no, Bridgington wasn't out at that point. So, I mean, like maybe she's like an extra dainty lady because of that. You know? <laughs> I mean, if she did do it on purpose, it's not a bad move. I remember like some guy, I remember there was somebody on my, my, uh, season, not some, uh, it was so on our football date, a lot of us got hurt. Clay broke his wrist. I broke my finger and stuff, but a lot of people were like, you just did that. So you get alone time with Becca. And like, I did get a good, like 15 minutes alone time with Becca when my finger broke. So it was like, you know, I was like, it actually, it's not a bad move. Yeah. She wanted the alone time with you. She was like, Yes, like yeah, exactly. sweet talking about like other lame guys and like pretends to want to kiss them. Like yeah. I mean he would want I think he'd normally be like, Oh, let the medics handle it, but he wanted to spend time with her. So I mean, you that's know a great point. I yeah. think Matt is into Sarah. They're making, mm-hmm. they're making excuses too to see the person they want to see. Yeah. You know? uh, yep. Yes. 
Yeah, we 100%. saw that several times tonight. Yep. Hey, I was going to say, and we'll get into Sarah and, and Matt's relationship because you're right. Like, I think if that was any other girl, I don't know if you would have spent as much time, you know? Yeah, he's uh, like, I'm not uh, a yeah. medical professional. I can't, yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, so, at the uh, rose ceremony, what are your thoughts on Marilyn? Do you think she got shafted tonight? Yeah, so Marilyn gets sent home, Victoria stays. I know. Marilyn is so sweet. I also... But it was it was sad because she got that orchid and that was yeah. and you, you, a guy doesn't get you an orchid and is like all right no rose though like you already had your flower <laughs> so I I think that like that definitely was a deciding factor and yeah I don't know what's right Victoria I just don't understand it yeah I mean I think this is probably a bit of a producer pick like I think I think he like liked Marilyn but I mean I. I think he had to pick one or the other, and I don't think the show wanted Victoria out of there. You know, I think that has something to do with it. But I, you're right. I think Marilyn was sweet. Like I think she handled that situation really well. So I thought they both would stay. To be honest, um, yeah, yeah, I he think sent she Marilyn stood home. up for herself in that. Yeah, no, it, you you can stand up for yourself self and still not be a mean person. I think she was so focused on not being mean and doing the kind thing that she didn't like. She she didn't at all like tell him like how she genuinely felt she was just like she gave up is what it was she was mm-hmm. defeated she's like that's actually good oh well point. like i guess you know that's what she said she wasn't even like that's not true this is like how i genuinely am she was just like that sucks yeah <laughs> she's like, you're right she kind of did yeah you know so throw in the towel a little bit that maybe victoria was right you know mm-hmm. yeah so uh i think how many girls went home like four or three three girls went home i think well, or was it just maryland no, sure. there was a couple others. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. None of the others I, I have really had much screen time. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's how it ends. You know, Victoria gets the last rose and then we go into the next day and there is a group date and I liked this group date a lot. I liked this group date a lot. Kendall, you would have crushed this group date. I feel like you're a good writer. You know, you got a book. In your head as you were watching it. You're like, I would totally say this. Like, I was oh, you like, totally, yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. I used to I used to watch erotic fan fiction um, at like libraries in San Francisco. They had like this club where they would choose um, a story, and then people would make erotic fan fictions based off of that story. And you can Ooh. go watch it. It's like I love erotic fan fiction. Interesting. Oh. Wow. Well, yeah. what would you have wrote, uh, yeah, Kendall? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have. The way I would have done it is I would have like done like a Dr. Seuss kind of thing and then made dirty rhymes. But I wouldn't have like you know like when they're just like. You Rhymes would have been good. Say something else. Yeah. I would totally cop. I, I would have been a chicken and copped out of like yeah. saying something really seriously sexy. Um, I would have just alluded to the fact. Of being yeah, yeah. That, that, I agree. I think the way I think like going overboard with it was too much, but like yeah. having fun with it. I think rhyming actually would have been a huge hit. That would have been pretty cool, actually. I don't yeah. think anybody did that. Yeah. Who do you think had the best one? Because I was actually impressed with some of the girls. I was like. Well, like they're putting themselves out there like that you know they're not really that as shy as i thought well, what anyway. were your thoughts on ashley's reading of the book like, yeah, that, talk about someone who is probably super uncomfortable if you know yeah. ashley he also like, was like, alluded in like dark like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, i could be sex I, I can like do sexy voices when they would, like see my face it's like the eye contact that really would like put me off um but I think, what's that? I, I'm still learning everyone's name, but the little blonde girl who wore like that ostrich feather dress, like the first Kit, night. is that? I think Kit. it was Kit, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. She like, yeah. she was feeling herself and I yeah. was into it. I was like, yeah, she was super cute in that. So mm-hmm. um, I liked her a lot. I think she, yeah, she did good. Um, Obviously, but- Katie, you knew yeah. she was going to crush it. And 
for Aunt yeah. Victoria. Oh, Katie's. I, I love Kate. Uh, this episode made me love Katie. So yeah, much. agreed. She just agreed. Katie had a lot of fun with it. You could tell she wasn't like, she was really confident when she was reading and she was like having fun with it and laughing and just having a blast. Some of the girls were super uncomfortable, but she Mm -hmm. seemed to, she was like in her zone. Yeah. So it was cool to see. Let's also talk about how did Chris, did anybody know Chris Harrison had a novel that was. Did you know he had that erotic novel? No, I had no idea. What? what? And it's been around for a while, I think. (laughs) I knew Chris was like, stop. (laughs) I knew Chris had like some sexiness in him. Like, of course, like, you know. Yeah. He's like definitely like a kind of smooth. guy. I was just gonna say smooth, yeah. And he has dirty humor, so like I knew, I knew. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I was surprised. I was. It's so funny. He has like so many adventures. You know, he's he like, does, like he a does. Post producer. He's working with like an, he did like a new rose, a canned rose that came out. Now he has a book. Like he's like the Swiss Army knife man. You know? <laughs> he is. He is. And I love that Chris was totally like, you know what? Let's get Ashley I in here to read some erotic novel. <laughs> you know, this ought to be good. You know, yeah. no, that was the virgin when she first came. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now look at her now. Yeah. Read erotic novels on national television. Yeah, that was great. I yeah, it, it was good. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I felt like the girls did a pretty good job. Oh, how, oh let's talk about Matt too. Reading his, like that little chocolate erotic. Cake. Yeah, when he's like, chocolate cake. Like he like looked deep into the, yeah. the smell in the kitchen. <laughs> No, I was like, I was laughing because like, he was like, he was like serious. He was just like, shocked cake. And I was like, I, I didn't even crack a smile. Like, <laughs> he would smile. It's like, he was just like, this will get him. Like, for me, funny. I was like, I don't know if like, I can't do food when it comes to like, like sexual things. Like I, I don't like food touching my body. I'm not into like chocolate syrup or whatever. I just, so yeah, chocolate, yeah. I'm like picturing like okay. chocolate eating chocolate then like i don't know. like actually yeah. do you actual draw, chocolate like eating do you coffee. draw the line yeah. at ice cubes maybe <laughs> no i can get with an ice cube yeah just because if there's no like residue of like stickiness like my, my absolute biggest fear is like children's sticky smelly hands like i hate like this mm, yeah. every hands. guy from uh Clarentation season are taking notes right now. <laughs> like, what is Kendall like? What is Kendall not like? <laughs> so there's like so many other amazing women on these seasons. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, um, well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so it was kind of like, there was a lot of the girls actually had, were on the date, but then some of the other girls were sitting behind them and had to like listen basically you know they were like the audience if you will and sarah clearly is like having a really hard time throughout that date uh and moving on you know onto the night portion she seems to just be i don't even know how to explain it. like she's emotional um like i always say this is the mental hunger games like eventually everybody breaks like legitimately everybody breaks eventually just when is it going to happen it seems to be happening a little earlier at this point for sarah than most it seemed like all of her insecurities came out yeah which they do every insecurity you've ever had come out in this environment you know Completely. I, but I also feel like she has the pressure of her family not being there for her dad as well. And I think that was the thing that overrode everything else. And the fact that like, it's just, it was just so weird how this episode was all about getting off. I said a little bit on my story. I was like, like <laughs> literally getting off on being cruel and Victoria's just like her little digs. Mm. I'm just like unnecessary. Mm. And it just makes you look like a, like, like an awful person. Mm-hmm. Like, if she's, I think she's trying really hard, almost trying a little bit too hard to be one of the biggest villains in like bachelor history. I bet she was like, I'm gonna be the biggest villain in bachelor history. And she's like, I'm just gonna say, but it's just like uneducated mean stuff. It's like, try harder. Like just try yeah. a little harder. Agreed. I have a feeling 
like Victoria's watching this back and is like just mortified. Like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Why did I say those things? Like I do. I think even if you go in thinking you're going to be the villain and then you watch it, you got to be embarrassed a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I, there's got to be a moment where she's like, oh she no. She has like a sty or something. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I feel better there too. <laughs> it reminds me, what was that one movie where there was like a guy who he was a villain, but he kept on getting more and more injured. And he was just like, at the end of it, he was like, oh, oh my God, it was something about Mary. Yes. Oh, yes. Something about Mary. Oh, wow. <laughs> of course <laughs> you would. Of course you would know <laughs> that. What a toll. I was like, this could either flop or like, like being saved. It's true. It. Like oh. she's kind of like that, where like she's getting more injured, like as episodes go on. I don't know if anyone else is noticing that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it totally. I agree. It's, I had people in my dance being like. Leala, honestly, like I feel like the environment's starting to stress on her a little bit too, because you can tell yeah. when people start to like break down. She's like, who's next? Who's leaving next? <laughs> I just want to say, have you seen my baseball? <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I'm yeah. I, I don't want to go watch that my movie now. The rest of the show. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. So um, the whole drama, basically, of the night, we go to the night portion of the, the group date. Sarah decides that she is going to go interrupt Matt. And at the time, it was Katie. And she does. Cause she's kind of, you know, she's, she needs, I don't know exactly what she needs from him or what she's thinking, but the girls freak out. They lose their minds. They are mm -hmm. pissed off. And, um, then Katie kind of goes back. Anyway, we'll get into that. But like, what do you think about that? Kind of, do you think Sarah was in the right there? Was in the wrong? What do you think about that? I think it was a controversial thing to do. I, I, I don't think she was necessarily right for interrupting their time. I think there was a lot of other times she could have done that at the same time. It's like, there's going to be so many unexpected factors that affect you in life and how those women handled it was just like, I mean, there's just so many other ways to handle it. It's like, it's like you can't control what comes into your life, but you can control how you react to it and the way they reacted to it. It just didn't match. Like mm -hmm. the reaction didn't match the action. And it, I think what was happening there was there was like a lot of insecurity in seeing a relationship work and possibly being other women who like the relationship is just not working. And so needing some kind of scapegoat to justify why the relationship isn't working or why maybe he hasn't sought time out with them. At the end of the day, there's so many women. It's just like, he's going to like who he likes and you're going to notice favorites, you know, mm -hmm. early on. Wow. I never really thought, I actually really agree with the fact that like, I like the idea of her being for the women, the other women, a scapegoat on why they're not, you know, as have much of a connection as the other girls as, you know, with Matt. So that's a good way to look at it because I think, I think what Sarah did probably wasn't the smartest thing. Like, I don't think she probably should have gone in there and interrupted the date, but I think the girl's reaction was way over the top. You know, I think it was just way over the top from the beginning and it just continued the rest of the episode. Uh, and I also feel like Sarah, I think she's a, she seems like a really genuine person. And I think she even was like, maybe I should have done that because you could see like, uh Oh, like these girls hate me now. You can kind of see that on her face. She's like, uh Oh, these, like she, I felt she was like crying the whole episode. It was hard to watch. And she was saying, so sorry. The thing that yes, that's the other that, thing. Yeah. He admitted, it's just like when someone admits fault and they try to grow from that and they try to mend a relationship to cut that growth off is traumatic. Like, especially, especially since she is going through so much that's happening at home as well. So mm -hmm. yes. it, mm -hmm. it, yeah. I just thought it was so weird how she's just like, you know, I've had good conversations and she's, and then Victoria's just like, um, who is she talking to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, my God. I'm like, uh, I mean, like at that point, it's so early on. I remember conversations that I've had. I'm like, yeah, I've had good conversations. Right. And if someone was just like, um, who are you talking about? I'm like, screw oh. you. Like, I, oh, like, it'd be so hard. 
Yeah. And I can't it's, imagine like, I mean, I can't because I have felt it in paradise a bit. Like I felt very alone in paradise. I felt like everybody was was talking shit, was bullying me. So I, and in that moment, I really felt for Sarah because I was like, she is alone. Like there's nobody on her side right now. All those girls were just bullying her. Like, it was literally like they went around the circle and each girl said something bad to her, you know? And I was just like, in that moment, I was like, I know what that feels like. And I, it was, I felt, it was just rough to watch, you know? And I, I think the girls went way over the top. I, it felt like a bully. Like it felt like they were kicking her while she was down the whole day. While she kept trying to apologize. Like you said, she kept trying to apologize and they just weren't having it. And the one person that is on her side is the most important person and it's Matt. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much on her side. Yeah, he liked exactly. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of course and he knew like her whole history with mm-hmm. her father and like what she had to go through to get there and it, it was just weird it I, I think there is such thing as like a frenzied attack and it's something that has to do with like ostracizing someone and then getting off and then building your connection with other people um in order to like elevate yourself like within like a social setting like that's a very big psychological thing that happens a lot you know, with people. So I, I feel like in that, you know, people band together by hating something. And it doesn't really necessarily mean matter what that thing is. And in this case, unfortunately, it was Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what it was. They were just like, they were, you can see like, like people smirk and being excited about it. Like they yes. were finally getting off on it. I'm just like, going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Getting so, off on it. Yeah. 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 You know, and so it, it takes a lot to be the person that doesn't fall for that temptation. And Katie ended up talking with her by that, at that point. It was too late, but I had a lot of admiration for her for telling her like, well, if you have a connection, like you have to stay. Cause I don't want to be the runner up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think we'll, we'll get to the Serena date. Cause I do want to talk about that, but I, I still want to talk about this too. Cause there, Matt, before the Serena, he took on Serena. He went up to Sarah. And again, I think that's to your point where it's like, Matt didn't have to do that. If he didn't, wasn't that into Sarah, he wouldn't have done it. But he went up there, he talked to her, and that pissed her. Yeah, yeah, he like hugged. That was cute. Yeah, he like jumped on her. Um, But I think that pissed the girls off even more, you know. And I think it was just like this snowball effect. And there, I always say like in this environment, sometimes, especially with women, like you know, I mean, I'm sure you know, Kendall. Women are meaner to women than they like. Women are so nasty with other women. In that environment, sometimes it's like you either bully or you be bullied in that. But and I think that's the mentality. But like you said, like some people, you got to be better than that. But I think all these girls fell into that chapter. They're like, they felt almost like a camaraderie on coming and going for, you know, yeah. uh, her in that moment. And it's sad to watch. It was really hard to watch. And I, I, in, the, in my recap, I said a little bit, I was like, you know, I don't think the girls knew about Sarah's father back home. Obviously they didn't, but that's still no excuse. Like she doesn't need to tell them for no. them not to bully her. You know, that's still no excuse for them to do what they did to Sarah. They basically bullied her out of the house. It was definitely psychological warfare, you know, because Sarah is the one that probably stands out with her connection um, more than most of the other girls. And so it's like, oh, man, she could win. Like, it's all about winning, right? Right. Win this thing. We got to get her out, like get the strongest player out while we can. And we see a weakness. Mm -hmm. We're going to attack it. Um, And in that case, like I said on my story as well, I was like, I want to be able to throw my boyfriend or husband into like a room full of Victoria's Secret models and close the door and feel completely fine. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. that's, that's kind of, and that's that's a relationship I want, but it takes a great deal of confidence in yourself and confidence in your relationship in order to do that. And yeah. uh, it's just fortunate that insecurity causes like cruelty in this case. It does. It's really hard to watch. And I think, unfortunately, the saddest part about that is I think Matt was in there and then she went home, you know, and I feel bad for that whole situation. So, um, but yeah, I do want to get into the Serena P date because she's a sleeper, I think, but we're going to do that right after this. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Kendall. So I want to talk about Serena P. Day because I feel like she came out of nowhere. I feel like I didn't really know her until the night. Yeah, it seems like her and Matt have an incredible connection. Like it was a pretty cute date. It was with all the with all the donkeys. Yeah, I wish I love donkeys now, by the way. They made that whole day. Oh, I love that. I love that. But it's yeah. one thing I really like about Matt is he's really good about mem- remembering moments with people. You know, mm-hmm. I remember you the first night when you did this. And like he, mm-hmm. he makes the woman feel special by remembering like how they stood out to him, you know. And so everyone is seen as more of an individual as opposed to like, oh, I'm getting to know you in this present moment. Like I don't really know, you know, there's so many girls. But I, I liked how he like pinpoint certain things. Um, and she's like, so cute. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I liked her. I really, I really do like her. I did. And I think that's a great point about Matt. Like, I think he's doing a good job um, of making like each, even like each, uh, I mean, I guess scene is the only word I can use because like what we see, you know, on the, on the, t- on what's being filmed, but like each scene, it seems like he's completely into the conversation. Like he's not thinking about anything else. He's, he's really good. I always say as the lead, you have to kind of compartmentalize things. And I feel like he's doing a really good job of that. Uh, and with Serena, she just seems, I don't know, like he even said, you know, she just seems down to earth. Like, I think she's just like, she seems chill, laid back, kind of a lot of fun. She doesn't, she, I haven't seen her in, and I think that's why she doesn't get much screen time. Mm-hmm. She's been in zero drama, you know? And that to me is super attractive. And I think Matt always also finds that pretty attractive. So yeah, his attentiveness is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's very good at that. Yeah, I like that. And mm-hmm. I think I do see a theme with the girls who have had one-on-ones. Um, Brie was very much the same way where she was like a silent, silently strong woman. Um, and I think Sarah in a lot of ways was that as well. And unfortunately this episode, she's kind of like forced into drama, but, um, he does tend to lean towards the woman who is silently confident. And, and, that's, uh, and the other one who also has that is Abigail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we haven't seen her really the last two episodes since the first drama. Which mm-hmm. I'm very surprised about. Usually the yeah. first impression is don't they get a, Usually. a date by now? Like I would have I feel like but. Abigail and Rachel haven't had a one on one yet. And I'm surprised that they both have really good connections with him. And since you just brought up Rachel, you kind of saw because she really didn't hasn't had a presence since night one either. And yeah. she got the rose tonight at the group party or the after party. And you're starting to see like their relationship blossoming now mm-hmm. too as mm-hmm. of tonight. I have yeah. a feeling she's gonna get a one on one next week, I think. I think. Yeah. I think so either Abigail mm-hmm. or I or she or Rachel will. Um yeah. but yeah I was surprised because I saw her on the first episode and I was like oh I want to know more about her. And then, but there were so many women in, in this season, especially there's going to be more women next week. Five. Others. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. And then Heather comes on at some point, which I'm excited about. Oh yeah. And, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh shit. That's yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, they're just like, you know what? Let's bring in, we can't travel this year. Let's just bring in more women. <laughs> Seriously. We're just like, let's go, let's go, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, Serena. Yeah. She's great. Uh, I'm excited to see where their their relationship goes. They had cute, they have cute little moments too during their date. Like the turtle talk was pretty cute. And then he had turtle swim trunks on. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And he seemed to be real receptive to when she said she's fallen in like with him and he could, she could see her herself falling in love with him. Mm -hmm. Like they are, they're a pretty good match. Yeah. 
She might be a sleeper. She might sneak mm-hmm. into the hometowns. You never know. I don't know. But she ended up getting the rose. Um, so that was that was great. And then basically, so we we ended up only having those two dates. We had the group date and the one-on-one, which is crazy. Next was then, the date card. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the date card comes and in, and that's when they start Sarah. attacking Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, I mean, so yeah, let's go to the conversation with Katie and Sarah. That was pretty cool, actually. Let's talk a little bit more about that because... Sarah, Sarah's just at this point beat up. Like she's black and blue. Like she's just, you know, she's been kicked around. She's kind of by herself in that room bawling. Um, she's, I'm sure I can't, I mean, she's got to feel so alone in that moment. And Katie comes in and was pretty cool of her. Um, and basically is like, I didn't like what I just saw. Like I felt really bad about that. And Sarah then opens up about her dad. And then Katie opens about how she lost her dad. It was like a cool moment um, of those two. Like you see Katie start to cry, you know, mm-hmm. you just see them connect and that that that, again the show for all the drama there is those moments like that we're like damn that's so real and so genuine yeah i liked that and it was almost it was almost one of those things where you see the movie and it's like it's too late you know and then you see they're like already on the ship and they're already sailing it's like but i loved you like oh but you could be my friend you know we connect Mm -hmm. to help you and then it's just like like (laughs) totally that moment um, she's like, I've already made my decision. Yeah. And even when she went to go, we'll talk about that later too, her talking to Matt. I we was could like, do it. Yeah. You go, you can go there now. Cause that was, that was pretty, pretty much going to that anyway. Yeah. Well, there's still hope that maybe she will stay. You know what I mean? Like I saw it and she was still kind of, she's like, but I already had said that I'm leaving. If I go back to the girls, that's even more scrutiny. And she, she's already in such an emotionally fragile place with her family, with her father, that, that just, the scales are already tipped. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think she expected it to be this much drama yeah exactly what what do you guys think if like after talking with matt if she would have went back into the house at that point Hmm. how bad would that have been she might have had an ally with katie yes i agree i think it might have been better i think it would have been better because i i'm surprised too kendall like i'm I'm surprised after the or during the conversation matt she didn't change her mind i thought for sure she was gonna be too matt gave some serious affirmation like he was like i like you know he was like I feel like he was trying to keep her there. Yeah, and well, he, he openly said it. He's like, I don't want you to leave. Yeah, yeah. And and she still was like, no, I made up my mind. I got to go home, which I get. Her father at home, mm-hmm. like, I don't blame her at all, you know? Um, but I think if she would have gone back into the house, actually, she would have been, I think Katie would have really stuck up for her. And I think then maybe she would have told the girls her about story. her. Yeah, and then they would have mm-hmm. felt like total bitches. You know, they would have felt horrible. Um, so I think she would have been okay. But I think she made the right decision by going home. Yeah, I do. And Katie did say it. She's like, if I can give, if I can get even minutes, you know, with my dad, I would. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, at what point, at what point is it worth it to be on like this show experience if someone that you love is dying and passing away? So I, and she also quit her job in order to be with her father. So like this, yeah, yeah, to be a caretaker. Yeah, exactly. So she is needed, you know, Mm -hmm something that something that she wants that fulfills her and she wants to be with her family so yeah and i, I i'm curious if she will come back and, Ooh, and this is totally off topic that. like but i can totally relate to that situation because i have a lot of issues with my mom and i'm like a caretaker like for her a lot of the time and that would be that is the hardest thing in the world to deal with like when it's your when it's your parents because they're your heroes yeah. as you grow up you look up to them the strongest people you know and then to see them struggle and it's like, you can't do anything for them, but to be there in those moments. Yeah. Like the one, yeah. Like, point. yeah. Time is everything. It's short. So I think even Katie saying 
if I could go back and have one minute with my dad, I would or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like I think maybe even then Sarah was like, Oh gosh, you're right. Like, what am I doing here? Kind of move, you know, feel yeah. so. And even if it wasn't for Sarah's, you know, um, father back home, like some people just in general, that environment is really hard for like, mm-hmm. and so I, you can't blame anybody who just wants to leave because that environment can be super hard. You're literally dating somebody who's dating your friends. You know, it's not an easy thing. Yeah. Uh, I remember, you know, I, I won't talk too much about it, but I remember Katie Moe had a really hard time down in paradise just because, it's, it's hard. Like it's a really hard. And so, you know, no matter what, even without, you know, her, her home, you know, situation, I wouldn't blame her for leaving. So, yeah, yeah. I feel bad though. Cause I think they had a really good connection and that sucks for both of them. Oh, I think she for sure probably would have made it very far. And if they were advancing the way they were, maybe they could have ended up together, which is, I agree. Mm-hmm. you know, I agree. I, I, I thought Matt was good. We haven't seen Matt break yet. I thought Matt might, you know, kind of break tonight, but he he didn't. And that, by the way, I think he handled that situation phenomenally. Like, I think the way he said goodbye and the way he was like, I'm going to pray for you and your father and your family. I won't stop playing, praying for you like yeah. that. He handled that amazing. It was great. He has handled every situation mm-hmm. perfectly so far. And he's, he's been yeah. dealt a little, uh, quite a bit so yeah. far. <laughs> it's me because we haven't seen anything of him before this. So, yeah. you know, it's almost like the original Bachelor times when mm-hmm. – they had a new bachelor, you know, come yep. in. It just so, wasn't like just recircled cast. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see that. Um, and then to have him handle it. So I almost feel like maybe it's because he hasn't been tainted by the show yet. You know, all of us who've been on the show, we've been so tainted. Totally. <laughs> That's what I said the other night. I was like, I don't want Abigail to get jaded by the show yeah. because she's so sweet right now. She's just going to get jaded and pissed off like all of us now. Uh, <laughs> you know? Know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We love it, but we hate it. We're resentful, but we'll do it again. Drag yeah. <laughs> me in like me. <laughs> I would never do it again. Oh, oh that's exactly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, but I do want to get in because you're right. Like Matt's handled everything he's been dealt so far. But I want to get into with a preview uh, because that looks wild. He looks like he's going to get dealt a crazy hand. So I want to get in the preview and then I'll do some fan questions with you, Kendall, right after this. All right. So the preview uh, looks like four or five new girls, right? Four or five yeah. new girls come in, which is random. Is like that seems so random to me. Why? <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. Like, it was already the season that had the most women, right? Exactly. And then yeah. like, now let's bring in more women, you know? Yeah. I, and it it almost seems like as many girls that have that have left are now going to re-enter the house. Legitimately, like he's going to have to like ten girls go next week. Like, it's going to be <laughs> weird. Excuses to get rid of like a lot of these girls. Can we just like, like bring some new ones? Yeah, like, all- yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe that's it. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Sometimes, so obviously with Tasha, I get it. New bachelorette, mm-hmm. new guys, but. The only reason I would see to bring in new girls is if hey, you know, the producers backstage are like, or behind the scenes, like, oh shit, Matt has zero connection with any of these girls. Let's bring in. But he does. Like, I think he does have. There's clearly four or five girls that he yeah. does have legit connections with. Yeah. So I don't get the reason why the producers bring new girls in, but unless it's just purely drama. Like, it's just purely they want to see some fights. I just fights. can't wait to see who the lady of the night is. Yeah. That's, I've been yes. curious of this since the previews of the season. One thing I have, one thing I have fear about is. I don't want people to all of a sudden like attack somebody because of what their profession is or their chosen profession. Mm-hmm. You know, I have mm-hmm. friends who um, have done stuff like that. And I don't think I, I, I'm just not looking forward to like opening up, like attacking that, you know, and mm-hmm. in a world where women are already attacked for so many things, like in their sexuality, it's just like, it's just like, I, I, I do hope that the bachelor approaches it in a way that isn't mm-hmm. like, if you do that, like you're a bad person and you're a hoe. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm scared. 
you know, that's what I, it's going to be though. I think it's gonna be a lot of slut shaming, a lot of like yeah. sex negative, you know, and it's yeah. not, I got slut shamed on national television. It is not fucking fun. You know, it is not fun. And I hope, oh, I just hope it's not too bad. And I think it's going to be from the preview anyway. Oof. Yeah. It's just, know. it's when the hyenas are out, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got them riled up and now and oof. Yeah, they already, they just have a kill and they're like, another. <laughs> they tasted blood. They tasted yeah. blood. <laughs> God forbid, it's just like, yeah, you know, I mean, however pe- women feel like they want to express their sexuality, like good for them and men, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and if anything, I hope it starts the conversation like in a positive direction as opposed to let's just like judge someone based off of like how they like feed their family or how they survive. Like, how do they, how do you pay rent? Like, let's judge you on it. So I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I, I, I hope that we can take the higher road in this. Like we're good people, right? Have we evolved that far yet? <laughs> we'll find out. I don't think we have. I wish we have, but you're right. Like hopefully though, you're right. Hopefully it, it becomes a, a conversation. Yeah. Hopefully it becomes conversation around it instead of just like slut shaming and sex shaming and all that kind of stuff. But, or maybe it's just previews. Maybe it's been edited this way and it's all a bunch of hoopla. You know, you never know with the show. So yeah. you never yeah. know. Um, awesome. Well, yeah. So let's get into some questions for you, Kendall, because we got a few here. Um, yeah. Yeah, one, one, one I got here, which I, this is a great question and probably one, I don't know if you've been asked this or not, but one about your book, one about your book. Uh-huh. What is one of your favorite questions out of your book? What is one is that's like different, you know, that like nobody would think of, but you really enjoy? It depends who I'm asking. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. different questions are for different people. And like, I'm curious about different things. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think. Um, there was one that actually I was talking with my friends today um, and actually started a really good conversation. And um, we asked, when was the first time someone broke your trust? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That is a good one. I'd have to think way back, I feel like. <laughs> you know, like the very first time. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. By the way. I oh got God. it. Hey. Yeah, oh. I bought it. I have it. I've, I've looked through it a couple times and there is some really cool questions. Like, cause sometimes I feel like I'm going to like, one day I'm going to whip this out at a date and be like, listen, okay. Like let's, let's uh, like, if you stall out, you know, be like, okay. Uh, That's what I would ask, do. Uh, That's how it started. I would bring it out on dates. That's yeah. right. I remember like, what that. What advice from... would you give your child about love? Like, you know, like that's a cool question. Oh, like, yeah. Children, they're so pure, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like love daunting thing and I think I was actually just talking to my friends today about how love could um it shapes a lot of who you are like based on what kind of relationships you're in um it brings out different Mm -hmm. sides of you and you learn more about yourself in that way um so so yeah it's exciting to like their minds are so malleable you know (laughs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. good point yeah Um, so I have a a pretty good question that that both you guys can address this um, after tonight's episode uh do you think you can avoid the cattiness with having like an eight, a minimum age for the show? Hmm. I don't think you can. I don't think, I think no matter what, there's going to be cattiness, no matter the age, it, like honestly, like Kit's the youngest and I don't think she's really, she had a couple lines tonight that were a little mean, but I don't think she's been that bad. So I don't think it's the age. I just think when you get a lot of women together like that high stress situation, um, there's going to be one or two. I don't know, like ringleaders. And I think they, that, that, that this is going to happen no matter what I personally. Yeah. And um, Victoria, she, I don't know how old she is actually. I wasn't paying attention to her age, but um, she's not, she's probably one of the cattiest ones and she's definitely not the youngest one there. No, um, no. So, and I also on, 
um, our season of The Bachelor, um, Becca Martinez was one of the youngest and she was also one of the more mature. (laughs) So I don't know if it has anything to do with age. I do think experience um, helps a lot with handling those situations and younger women um, and men don't have like a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like when you're in a fight and you're like, oh man, next time, I was going to say this, like you think of like what you could have said after yeah. the fact oh, all the time. So much. Oh. You go through enough of that. And you're like, and then you go in, you're in a fight and you're like, I'm bringing it out right now. Like, you know, so I think it's just like experience in that sense. Like, um, yeah, for me, for me, I, I didn't, I, I think it's relatively easy to stay out of the drama. You know, I don't know. I felt like it was, <laughs> no, I, I actually agree. Like, I think, it's not that hard to stay out of the drama if, unless, you know, unless you want to be in it. Like if you want to be in it, you would throw your two cents in or you'd go and hang out with that group. But if you're like, I don't want to be part of this. You'd simply, you don't have, like the producers aren't like, you have to talk, you know, like, it's not like that. No, I mean, Ari was like, there's this one girl, Oh, Crystal said like, if I wasn't ready for marriage, like I approached it, I didn't approach it just like, how dare she, she's blah, blah. I was just like, that's funny. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like, okay. And he was just like, Right. And I was like, that's interesting that she thinks that (laughs) (laughs) you can can, like deflect, you know, there's ways to like not put energy into it. Cause when you put energy into something, you get like that much energy back. And if you don't put energy into it, you're like, meh. Yeah, you know? so smile and nod, keep it moving. Yeah, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. And I think if you have a genuine connection with the lead, it's you know you you'll stay out of the drama. Like, there's no point in me to drama. But I think some girls and guys, for that case, are like don't have a connection with the lead, and they're like, I'm bored. Let's start the drama, or I'm going to get screen time. Let's start the drama. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think that also plays into it. Yeah. Victoria's like gung ho for paradise for sure. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For like, sure. Yeah. That's her goal. She's like, I know he's not going to choose me, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to turn that upside down. Yeah. I hope she doesn't go on it. If we just do a boycott. Can we do a, like a boycott club where we just don't let her go on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she gets a redemption, maybe. Like, unless she doesn't regret any of this. I don't know. I'm curious to see how our interviews go. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see the, the women tell all to this season. Woo. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. Interesting. yeah. Oh, and I feel like that's probably filming soon. Oof. probably gotta be really soon so i'll try to figure out <laughs> yes <laughs> Oof. it uh it's gonna be interesting yeah. um cool i got you know honestly all the other questions you've answered a thousand times a couple about joe a couple about paradise uh, oh here's one we could we could talk about because we talked about it a little bit with tia um what do you, what's your thought on like you know, plus size women uh, in bachelor nation and men for that case. I hate when they just say women, but like men too. Yeah, same. I want yeah. to hear about that. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm a bigger guy. <laughs> yeah. I was actually talking with my girlfriends about that because we were watching the show and they had brought up that point, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're getting into a place with Bachelor where there's more and more different types of people. You know, we have like hearing differences we have you know people of different races going mm-hmm. on um, and so i think it's a matter of time before um that opens up uh, unfortunately it's a very shallow world the bachelor is mm-hmm. very sh- shallow i mean you know mm-hmm. uh, it's just kind of what it is um and i, I feel like eventually that's something that's going to stop being like as much of like a, i don't know i mean i i think right now we're there's going there's like so much celebration and differences that i would hope that we continue in that direction you mm-hmm. know what i mean like because yeah. there are people, yeah people that would comment on my page too and be like i'm not represented like i feel like i'm not represented you know and you want to see yourself in the stories of people who are on the show mm-hmm. that's a great point yeah that's a great point because 
You're right. We're headed that way. And I don't see any reason why that would change necessarily. Like I think hopefully maybe in a couple of years we'll have see, but I also feel like it's hard. Like, okay, Luke Parker, granted, he didn't do very well on the show, but he was, he wasn't even that short. I bet he's five ten, and that dude got murdered online for being short. So it's like, while I think it's a, it would be a good thing to have body diversity and everything. I, I wouldn't want it to be just like the token you yeah. know, large person, because I feel like, unfortunately, like you said, our world's very shallow and they would get torn apart, you know? So I don't know. It, it's hard. I hope they can move that eventually where there's like multiple, you know, large, larger men and women on the show, but we'll see. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think right now we, I, I think it's always exciting to see like with Claire, she was um, one of the oldest bachelorettes and that was mm-hmm. something people were excited for. Like anything, there's something different, you mm-hmm. know? And I Great think point, it's yeah. like, be different, like what well, dare to be different. Like, you know, and I think that story will speak for itself and people will want to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope you got any more questions, Eric? Mm. No, I well, I'm going to ask a question. I got to ask it the paradise question. I mean, is that anything you've, you've, I know we talked about it on our, our regular episode, but is that something you've, you know, kind of thought about some more? Um, yeah. I mean, at this point there's been so many, other seasons of the bachelor and all so there's like so many cast members you know what i mean, I mean and you so, think about it yeah yeah there's just so many people so in my mind um i'm not like waiting for the call you know what i mean <laughs> um but but yeah i mean there's so many other stories that i feel like i had my i had my chance to go on paradise and to fall in love and to explore a relationship off of that. Um, and I think it's an amazing experience. Um, I personally would just do it to get rid of my phone again. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Take my phone for like a couple months. Um, but I don't know, like at this point in my life, I'm not really, it's just, it's not like on the forefront of like my priorities, you mm-hmm. know, we need to look after Pistachio. I'll look after him. I'll look after him while you're on paradise. Oh, <laughs> He's so cute. Yeah, you're not like, like, I was like, they call you and you're going to be like, no, but again, that same thing. There's going to be two groups of dudes, two groups of guys. I don't think I'm going to get the call. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. just a lot of people. Exactly. Like you said, I think that's a good way to put it. Like, I'm not like, I don't know, depending on it or waiting. You know what I mean? Like still living my life. Yeah. Cause then you're like, I got to say, yeah, get him. Hey, weenie. Yeah, I think he's I think he's telling you to get out and get on exactly. there. It's like, <laughs> like weenie needs a daddy. Um, <laughs> that's what he's saying. He's that's like, go guy. to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, also it's it's one of those I, it's interesting because there's so many different kinds of people that have been on these seasons. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just interested to see their stories fold out and mm-hmm. see like, you know, yeah. how we still got a lot to do, you know, this season, like you said, then another bachelorette season. It's pretty crazy to think all four seasons before paradise. Another bachelorette season and then paradise. Yeah. I know yeah. it's crazy, right? I got to catch up. Get back crazy, on schedule. Yeah. So, yeah. Have two paradises this yeah. Two paradise. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. And they're talking, I saw somewhere they're talking about maybe extending season, like doing like a, you know, like a two month paradise and stuff. So I don't know. And then what they do winter games too? No, I don't think so. That was the fun one. I know. I, I know. Like I feel like I would do that because there's not pressure to be in a relationship on winter games or summer yeah. games. You know, like, just I would love to play sports. And, yeah, like, I would suck. do summer games a thousand percent. Compared yeah, to like, I love I love sports. I was I was in cross country and track in college. I would love to compete again. Kendall's an uh, athlete. Yeah, athlete. <laughs> like, an athlete. Uh, well, awesome. Kendall, thanks for coming on. Uh, where can people buy your book? Let's talk about your book. It's, uh, just curious, a notebook of questions by Kendall long. So where can people find that? 
Um, it's on Amazon. Um, also, my website, kendallong.com. There are links to that. And uh, yeah, that's where it is. Awesome. And then your at is just, what's your at again? Is it just Kendall? It's Kendall Long. Yeah, Kendall Long. Yeah, so uh, yeah, go check her oh, out, guys. Go buy right? her book. ITS. Yeah, ICS. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Kendall Long. Yeah. It's Kendall Long. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go buy your book. Go check her out. Go follow her. All that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Kendall. That was fun. Yes. Thank you so much. You always have really good insight. I feel like you're just so well spoken. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on-site at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.